Hey guys, so today you and I are going to talk about teaching others. So let's get into it. So the questioning question was posted on a video I made called Why don't IT companies hire trainee programmers as a rule? And the short version of that is that most companies don't want to train people because it's costly to train people. They might leave your company after their training and therefore you of course look at that as the loss of your investment and so forth and so forth. Uh, so most companies want to hire already trained uh, software developers. So the question was, hi Frederick, how can we get better at teaching others more effectively? Thanks in advance. So when it comes to software developers and training people and so forth, uh, it's really it's really tricky to explain. You know, it's such a big and broad question. How do you train somebody more effectively? I can give you what I've done in like my life because I've been training people since I was 17 I think I used to be a martial artist and then I became like a uh, like an instructor and then like me and my base education was all, all around leadership and uh, teaching and so forth because at one point I actually wanted to be a teacher more than I wanted to be a software developer and then I kind of switched over to IT and software development and uh, so forth and so forth and then I've trained a lot of juniors uh, I lead teams the, these days uh, yeah so I should be able to give you at least what I've seen that works really well uh, from my perspective at the very least so the golden rule that I always try to follow is that any training that you provide another human being I do not care what it is has to be realistic. That is the key. The reason why it needs to be it needs to be realistic is because if you try to teach a person something that is too abstract or feels unpractical or in some way doesn't really get creates a sense of value in the individual, you will have a hard time making them care. You will have a hard time making them understand. Uh, this is one of the reasons why I argue that the way we teach math is very impractical because most people struggle with math when they don't really have to because fundamentally mathematics is one part is that it is complicated but the other part is that it is exactly these things it's impractical and it is very abstract these are the two problems that most humans have it's actually the the, the way that I argue is that the only way a human usually is able to learn a new concept is through practical apl application of that skill or whatever they're doing. So in other words, if you're teaching somebody, an example would be a third language or a second language or something like that. Uh, if you don't speak, if you don't immerse yourself in the language and practice actually using the words, that's not going to make you a very good uh, user of the language. It's actually more effective for you to just talk. Even if you're saying the wrong things, even if you're limited, then it is for you to just read the thing. Because by learning by doing is the most effective way. And it's historically the only way we... Hum I mean, if you think about it, it's just been a few hundred years, maybe, say, a few thousand years at most. Or, like, it's not been that long. Sorry. It's not been that long where we've actually had like school obligations and things like that, mandatory education, and the way that we teach in schools today. 
That's not how it used to be. It used to be that you were teaching people through the mastering system for the master system. Like the parents would teach their children how to work the farm or whatever uh, whatever business they were running and so forth and so forth. It is historically the oldest way that we have taught our children how to do something. And I believe that that is still the most effective way to teach anybody anything. Problem, the problem with that is that it's very hard to scale it and therefore we come up with like, uh, and it's hard to scale and it's hard to do quality control because as you can imagine, the education system we have today, it's actually very effective at making sure that there is a base level of education. Because if you're gonna put it on all the different parents and families and so forth so like if you were to train doctors for an example as an example it would be very hard for you to determine that everybody's at the same level if they're being trained by like all kinds of people without any type of standards to follow right so that is the way that i train my juniors uh what i usually do is that I prepare a roadmap of skill uh, of tasks uh, because I am a, I'm a big believer in the gateway system uh, or having a gateway approach to things which basically means that I know that I need to take you from this level to that level and I don't care about everything in between because I know that there are thresholds, uh, stops, like gateways that you have to pass in order to get to that. It's the same system that the military uses where you know the the reality is that I have an end result that I need from you as an individual. I am not going to compromise on that end goal. I'm going to get you as far as I can through the pipeline so that you can meet that end goal. But unfortunately, some people are better at software development than other people. And I usually don't care so much about that. I don't really, because that, that is a fact that you should know. There are, unfortunately, I know we live in this PC culture world where everybody is equal and so forth, but the reality is that the, that is not the case. You have people who are unfit, or, uh, well, not, I'm not going to call it unfit. I'm saying that very few, it's very rare that a person cannot achieve mastership of something if they're motivated enough. But I've unfortunately been in situations where I have to quote-unquote train people who don't want my help they either know better than me or or they feel like they know better than me or they are like not interested in learning they're not motivated to doing the things that I ask them and etc etc and I unfortunately uh, I don't have I don't spend time like I, that's my advice to you guys spend your time on the people who are actually there to do a good job don't try to teach everybody. Go like the people who are on, like there are better ways for you to spend your time than trying to tr teach all all the people who are within a group. Focus on the people who are going to try to really do a good job, and the people who are unmotivated. Sure, humor them, let them continue through the thresholding system, and don't but don't waste energy on them because that's the thing, right? As a teacher, your obligation is to provide quality education as best as you can, but you have to understand that you are not the only player within that relationship. It's a two-way street. The teacher needs to really care about doing a good job and really get the t student as far as possible towards that end goal, but the student has to also care, and that's a symbiotic relationship. You can't control both sides. So when I teach my uh, juniors, I put up a story roadmap which starts out with the basics like we they get tasks that are fairly straightforward they are realistic like we need this work to be done but it's not like the main heart of the system type of work it is the it is sim it's very simple things it can start with 
fixing the type system if we're in this case it was it's typescript i have a junior who like his first story was literally to do that fix the type system so that we have a better strict a stricter protocol because i know that by just doing that he's going to get exposure to the code base he's going to have to ask a bunch of questions he's going to have to run through the pipelines and so forth his journey towards like just finishing that story even though it's a simple story is going to teach him tons tons and tons and tons of stuff and it's going to lead to more questions which I in turn of course as the, as the teacher will help him understand because that is the other part so the first part is as I said f start by having an end goal like you need to understand that you're you can't help everybody the goal is not to just make everybody happy the goal is that you are going to train them in a practical skill so that they can execute confidently a task or a, do whatever right that is going to be your first primary thing. But you have to also understand that the other part of that is that they need to trust you and feel comfortable with you as a teacher. That is extremely important. It is the second part. It's, I would say it's 50-50. That is the, these are the two blocks that I always focus on. Because your, your students, when they're going through trials and like they have issues and so forth, because they're going to get demotivated or they're going to feel like, yes, yeah, something is scary or things are this or that. And you remember, if your goal as a teacher really is to make them the best version of themselves that they can be, they have to feel comfortable feeling stupid in your presence. That is important. They should be scared shitless of be like misbehaving or like doing a shitty job towards you. They should respect you. They should feel like you have something of value to teach. It's the mentoring thing as I, were talk as I was talking about, right? That is what I truly believe. It's, uh, you know these old Kung Fu uh, movies where, where the student finds the master who is like on like a hill somewhere. That is the relationship that you're looking for. They should be very happy and feel privileged that you are taking the time to teach them and they should be very very open to talking to you and feel comfortable being dumb in your presence but they should at all times feel as if this is a privilege this person is this person is really good i want to learn from this person like this the teacher that you are supposed to be and i'm i feel so happy when i can please my master or like when i can show that i'm actually learning because that level of intimacy is the thing that is going to get them to like the highest levels of the thing that you're trying to train them in and you can't get that from everybody but you can create the pipeline a system as i said like you start easier and you work your way up the student proves him him or herself at each step through the process until there is some end goal where like they don't even need you anymore now they're just kind of yeah, you're basically at the same level that system works extremely good i would even go as far as to say that it is the best way of teaching another human being anything so what i want you to take away from this is that uh, it this is just my you I mean there's a million billion ways to teach somebody something and how to be effective at it and so forth uh, the only thing I can tell you guys is that from my perspective, the thing that has always worked for me the most, the most effective way that I teach and like I train my juniors in software development and in other skills as well, is that I as the teacher, I have to first and foremost define what do I need to teach these people? What do they need to know in order to reach a master level thing of the thing that I'm teaching? And it's important for me to show very concretely that the thing that they're t learning 
is building up towards something that is valuable to the student. If you're just teaching people arbitrary shit, they don't understand why they're learning it and you're doing it the wrong way, in my opinion. If something is too abstract or too high level or something where they don't feel like they can actually use this or they don't get practical application from it, it's extremely difficult to teach people in that scenario. It can work, but it, it's not the ideal. So that's the first thing that you kind of have to identify and then create a roadmap for the student, gateway-based thing, the way like they start with something simple, prove that they can handle that, and then they move to the next step, they prove that they can handle that, and they can stay there, they can repeat that process until they get it right. And they only pass to the next level when they prove that they can handle it right. And then focus on making sure that you have good students and so forth, because the intimacy, that's the last step of it all. They have to feel comfortable with you, they have to feel like they can trust you, that they can come, I mean, the idea, you're, I'm not saying that you should be friends, but you should be in a relationship where the person feels comfortable asking you about things that they are embarrassed about or things that they feel like they're being stupid or things like that. They should feel that intimacy and feel that trust towards you, uh, but at the same time, you cannot be like, a, you know, you're not their mother, you're there to teach them something. They should at the same time respect you and feel that you have, uh, that, that there is some level of prestige in showing you that they have achieved something because the ideal scenario is if they look at you as like, as almost, I'm not saying a father figure or like a, a role model or something like that, but in a similar sense to the master teacher student relationship in an art, martial arts, uh, these kung fu movies, that is exactly what you're going for because that means that they're going to feel like they're being taught something that is valuable. They're going to feel like they have something to prove, unto, uh, and they're going to feel that you, as the teacher, that you have their back, they feel like the the better they do, the more pleasing it will be to you. And in the in return, they are going to feel a lot better about themselves. That is the foundation of at least my teaching method. And I've really only had extreme success with it. Uh, never actually had a situation where it didn't work. Because if at the end of the day, you face a situation where you have a student who isn't really ca doesn't care or anything like that, they won't get through the pipeline. Like they won't get to the next step. And they're gonna usually drop off by themselves. But the people who make it through to the other side, they will be some of the most reliable and trustworthy people that you can possibly imagine. Have a great day.